my light is doing that thing again right now right now blink 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 blink. are you haunted I don't know like maybe it's just faulty electrical and I should like change the light bulb again or something were you having this issue before was that at your at the place before this (gasps) oh Erica I forgot about that Ooh, is something already attached to you stop (laughs) I'm sorry we can't be friends anymore Okay, I'm turning the light off. Ah! I threw my phone. <laughs> oh my God, I literally forgot about that. Do you remember? Remember yeah. I would text you and I'd be like, dude, it's like three o'clock in the morning. I just woke up to pee and I came back in my room. My light was on. Uh huh. Okay, I just turned my light off and it's not off. Oh, that's. <laughs> all right. So you guys all know now, like in a week from now, when I go missing, you guys all know what's happening. Or when you start doing some weird shit because you're possessed. <laughs> what the frick? I forgot that that was happening in my apartment. I like completely f- spaced out on that. I remember being like freaked out by that. It was happening like. It's probably for like, your own mental health that you. <sighs> it doesn't. It's like weird because like it's more annoying than anything. Like I'm not freaked out by it. I'm just like, okay, literally this is like a strobe light in my room. And I wish it would stop because it's giving me a headache. You need to bring in that your your kid that saw the ghost at your work and Dude. tell get oh what God. does he see tell him have him tell you what he sees oh so creepy should i tell that story really quick yes uh okay so erica and i are in a ghost right we all know this so the other day at work there's like a kid that i have at the end of the day and he has like a little bit of a hard time transitioning out sometimes. So I usually just say like, okay, help me close the clinic super quick. Like we're closing. We got to go. And he's like, oh my God, we're closing. Like, is it going to close down on us? Because he doesn't Aww. like put two and two together that like I'm the one that's closing it. Uh-huh. So I'm like, yeah, we got to go. <laughs> so he like <laughs> runs around and helps me turn off all the lights. And then like we get out, which is good. Like it helps him transition and it helps him participate, whatever. Mm-hmm. So um. I started my car like he was getting his boots on in the lobby and then my office is like attached to the lobby. So I just stepped into my office quick to like start my car to heat it up. And um, when I came back out, he was like, Miss Mariah, I just saw something. And I was like, what'd you see? And he was like a ghost. So I like pulled out my phone really quick and just started like recording him talking. Like I sent it to Erica and I was like, WTF is going on. I sent it to like a couple other people too. And like, everybody's like yeah he's pretty chill like but that's creepy as fuck but he was like yeah I saw a ghost and I was like you did like what did it look like did it say anything to you and he's like it was just white bright (laughs) (laughs) yeah he was like mega chill about it and you're like are you sure you sure you saw it he's like yeah (laughs) yeah and he's like he's so like I work with kids with special needs so he um he's very literal. Like he has a really hard time with like social interactions and he's very literal. Like I don't think out of all my kids, like some of them are like goofy and like silly and would like make stuff up like kids do. But like he isn't the like first one that would come to mind if I was like, oh yeah, he's making it up. Mm -mm. It's like good, but bad for you. Yeah. And I always feel like a little bit creepy at work. Like just when I'm there by myself, like somebody's kind of like might be there behind me. I usually call somebody. I usually call somebody like 
if I'm going to be like opening by myself and it's like still dark out in the morning, I like call somebody on my way in just to like talk to someone. Yeah, that's a good, <laughs> that's a good, a good protection mechanism. It is. It's just like a good distraction. But like, I, I can't tell you out loud when I'm walking in, like, I can't be like, hey, I'm just calling you so that like the ghost doesn't get me. Like we can't talk about it until I'm out of the building. And then I'd be like, oh yeah, I called you because I was like freaked out. <laughs> yeah I get I get that that makes sense it's I think ingrained in our brains that it's like okay like buddy system yeah you know and you know if you're ever like walking somewhere um just you know like out in the city somewhere and you're like uh like it's starting the sun's starting to go down like this is kind of weird like so um especially during like this time of year when it gets darker earlier and when I was going into the office if you have to stay late like even 30 minutes it's like really dark outside and like downtown um Dallas shuts down like all the store most of the most of the like shops and restaurants and businesses like uh cafes and stuff they all shut down at three Mm-hmm. And so then by the time you're like leaving the office at like 5.30 or 6 and it's dark outside and you're like, I got to call. I got to talk to someone right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It just helps. It just helps to be. But then you're like also that like targetable female, right? That's like talking on her phone and unaware of her surroundings. I guess. I always make intense eye contact with people. Ooh. Yeah. And you're like you have a face. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> One time, Mariah and I were walking like in our hometown, which is like I, I think we've said it before, very, very small town. Like everyone knows everyone, kind of place. But we were like teenagers, and we were like walking, and you know, like older people that walk in neighborhoods. And I get it now that we, you know, we're older and we have a house, and we live in a neighborhood, and you're just like out, and people are walking, and they're just like, hey, like that. You just wave to your neighbors. That's the thing that you do. But Mariah and I are like 15 years old, and we're like walking. Uh, down the sidewalk and this older woman is like walking the other way and she like says hello and we're like what the fuck why does everyone keep saying hi to us do we look look like that we're nice people yeah (laughs) the answer was no uh but it's so funny because like we actually are if we just tried to put up a front and i know (laughs) cringe speaking of being old speaking of being old okay i have we're talking about being old today, guys, um, <laughs> in like a midlife crisis or like a mid-midlife crisis, I guess. Like, let's hope we live to 90. So yeah, this would be say, our mid-midlife crisis. That would be – I was actually thinking about this earlier because I was like, this isn't really like a quarter-life crisis because we're almost 30. So the, <laughs> that would we're definitely 120. I was like, yeah, we're definitely not living to 120. Is this like our – what's a third? <laughs> a third life crisis (laughs) anyway this is our like adult welcome to adulthood crisis um I feel like I'm having a little bit of one today okay so hear me out this morning I got brunch with a girlfriend Mm -hmm. and Chloe from our fourth episode Mm -hmm. and I was like okay we're gonna drink we're gonna have like champagne or mimosas or something right Mm -hmm. so I stopped to get a coffee on the way there because I was like, okay, if I don't drink coffee, like I got up late today, I slept like shit, but I got up late and then I like just didn't make coffee at home, stopped and got a coffee and didn't want to like just drink on like an empty, completely empty stomach because hello, quarter life mm. crisis, I'm too old for that. Right. So 
and I didn't want to have a headache for the whole day. So I got a coffee, then drank. We shared um, a bottle of champagne and had pomegranate mimosas, which were bomb. But um, got like a little bit buzzed from that and then got another coffee after so do you have like the shakes right now like I have the shakes listening to (laughs) no but I feel like my body is just like stop why are you confusing me (laughs) like you woke me up and then you shut me down and now you're waking me up again and this is like something that wouldn't have even occurred to me five years ago Oh, yeah. Like you would never think twice about it. And that is the problem. That's the thing that makes mm-hmm. me so depressed is there's so many little moments throughout the day <laughs> where I'm like sitting. What was I doing? I was sitting. Um, I had a I had a video meeting and I Rob let me use his office and I was sitting up here in his office chair. And like you and I have talked about you. You said in another episode that uh, you sit like a child and mm-hmm. I'm the, I'm the same way. Like I'm never just like but in seat feet on floor like never yeah and so I was like sitting with like one leg under me for the whole meeting <laughs> and then I got up and my leg literally didn't was work it anymore. frozen yeah. yeah no I like I so relate to that like the things that you don't think about like when are we gonna have to start taking like uh bowel pills you oh, know God. well I already have to take fiber so <laughs> The time has passed. Oh, but like, okay, when do we start, you know, discussing things that we're like, oh my God, you're so old. Like, are we already doing that? Well, and so this is the, this is the problem, right? Is I feel like I'm stuck between two phases, like mentally, um, I still feel like I'm like 18 years old, 19 years old or something. Like, I feel like I know more about life and I have like a better handle on my emotions sort of kind of, but, um, but, but also I just like, I'm like, I'm too young to be dealing with these kinds of responsibilities. What do you mean? Right. And also I like, mean- I still want to think that I'm cool. Like I'm still yeah. the cool person that doesn't have to deal with that shit. Right. And then, but then, but then you're like, man, is this like so, okay. So Rob and I, Rob and I went to, uh, to shoot some photos earlier and he was like, you know, I have an idea. Like you should, um, on your photography page, you should try to create a reel. And I was like, okay, well, I don't really have any ideas for that. So if you could help me, that would be great. And he's like, yeah, yeah. We'll just do like a basic one that like all photographers do. It's like, cool good enough and he's like trying to it was like literally the simplest thing and I could not figure it out I was like wow wow remember when I was 16 and like anyone above the age of 25 tried to do anything I was like wow you're so lame dumb. Like, you you're so dumb. Dumb. yeah and then or you know like our if our parents are like trying to you know not today but like back when texting and iPhones first started <laughs> and it's like oh my god you're so stupid you don't know how an iPhone works that's me now <laughs> uh, yeah, no, really. I think that I felt that way recently with um like my camera when I was like texting and I was like, how do I use this like outside of automatic shooting? And you're like, okay, just do this and this and this. I was like, this is literally what I feel like when my dad like doesn't know how to open just like a regular internet browser to just like Google something. <laughs> like 
it is so frustrating and like I get so angry and I think we've already discussed like I'm I automatically become like insta bitch when <laughs> I feel like I'm bad at something uh-huh. or like it automatically makes me feel like like even though you're totally not and like you have been like helpful I'm like oh she thinks I'm so fucking stupid and like <laughs> my god like I automatically get like so defensive about uh-huh. it and it's literally Dave flying out of my mouth. Like is <laughs> my father like all the things that I thought were gross about my dad like oh my god dad you're so irritable all the time like oh oh it's me. Oh I oh it's me irritable. <laughs> Today, too, like, so Chloe's, like, a little bit younger than me, and we were just, like, I just, I don't notice it, like, a whole lot, because she is, like, mature. You know, like, we just have fun together, but I notice it, like, every once in a while, and I'm like, oh, I am old. But, like, (laughs) I tried to say, like, bougie, but, like, in a regular, like, I tried to just, like, use it in conversation, and then I just ended up saying it, like, bougie. (laughs) Because I felt so stupid using it. It's like when my dad still says that things are hip, I'm like, ew, dad, stop saying hip. But like that's literally how I sounded saying bougie. But Chito. Hello, Chito. But yeah. (laughs) But that's how I felt. Like it's just little things like that that you don't realize like on an everyday basis, I think. But then when they hit you, you're like, Oh fuck! And I should probably drink some prune juice. <laughs> well, and then you even like <laughs> zoom out of that. It's like okay, well, I, and th- this is something I think about a lot because you know, uh, being almost thirty, it's like I remember being <laughs> young. slow pause before admitting that out loud. <laughs> I know. I'm like. Uh, like I'm I never thought I would be a person who was gonna go like age like go into older years like kicking and screaming but I'm like I'm I'm so upset about it but you know we're like at that age you know Rob and I just got married like we have a house uh, we'll run a house but whatever like we have a house and it's like okay well kids make sense right and like we both want kids but I'm just like I, I just, when do people, I still feel like a 20 something year old that's, you know, wants to sleep in on the weekend and I just want to like lay on the couch and, and play switch or, you know, like watch TV mindlessly. And it's like, who, how do you decide that you're like, okay, this is the time to give all that up. Like, do people actually feel like they're ready for that? Or they just are like, well, might as well, because then I'm like, Oh my God. Cause then I started spiraling. So I'm like, well, like, you know, like, you know, we, I don't, I don't feel like I right right this second is the time, but then also like, fuck, I don't want to be, you know, 45 and have a 10 year old, like, good Lord. Like I want to be able to like go on and still have a life to live once my kids grow up. <laughs> yeah. Not yeah. to get like so serious and and whatever, but um, but I know, geez, way to like really. <laughs> oh man, but you know, but I feel that way about like responsibilities a lot. Um, just like how am I? 
I still feel like, man, I don't even want to make my own doctor's appointment. <laughs> <laughs> or like, how do I physically have the energy to do that? Like, right. to like entertain somebody, like it's already hard enough just entertaining me. And like, I feel like maybe we're at like a bad time to be going through that, like to be going through these like epiphanies, but also like the world is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like let's let's consider that a factor just to make us feel better. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I like I get that. Or I'll be like, you know, it's fine. Like I'm still young. I don't need to go to the doctor every year, but like I probably should start going to the doctor every year. Oh my gosh. I don't even have a doctor in Alaska. Yeah. See, I've been here that- almost two years. Yeah. I mean, that's some shit I would do too. <laughs> but, but then again, I'm like, oh, the world's been fucked up for a year, so it's fine. True. But, okay, so that brings up a good point. Okay. So I, I do think about things like um, for a long, long time, I really wanted to move to California. Still would love to if it if it made sense. Um, but, I mean, I think there's always that more like reasonable side of your brain that's like, well – you know, now doesn't really make sense. That's a thing that you do when you're in your early twenties and like your life is flexible and you can like, you're, you don't have something like already established that you're leaving. However, I think you ended up making like a really big move and it was absolutely the right thing to do. How did you yeah. know that it was the right thing to do? Uh, I didn't. <laughs> Um, I think that I had more of a sense of like what I was doing was not the right thing to do. So like mm-hmm. that helped me to feel like what I wanted to do was more of the right thing. Like I wasn't happy and I wasn't like um I wasn't okay with just being like content. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to like seek more and I figured like now was the time to do that. But like I we've talked about this before in like other episodes, but like when I got to Alaska, I just felt like this is where I belonged. Like, I don't know how to explain that other than like the cliche shit that like when you know, you know, like that Mm -hmm. kind of thing, but like it just felt right. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I think like now because I am happy here and I do love it here. Like if I went somewhere else and got that feeling, like I wouldn't feel as compelled to like make a big life change because yeah, I'm good. Like right now I'm good. I'm like good where I am. Yeah. Cause like you're before you were comparing something that felt good compared to something that did not, which was where you were. Right. And then but in the future you'd be comparing two things that you like and you're like, well, I like where I am and I have all of this stuff that's really good. I can go visit this other place. Yeah. I think, okay. You know what? I like that. I think that's probably why I never really like pull the trigger on like California. Cause I'm like, I have stuff here that I like and I'm really happy with. And it's, not, I'm not unhappy here right. in Dallas. It's just that I fucking love California. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that you, I don't know. It's hard and it's hard to be like, okay, when do I stop, stop like living that for like me? And when do I become I don't know. We talked about this like a little bit before you and I just together, not on the podcast, but just about like, okay, so you should always be chasing your dreams, right? Like we know that like that's something that you should 
hypothetically do for the rest of your life. Like you should chase your dreams. You should never settle, blah, 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 all the shit they tell you. Right. Mm -hmm. But like, how realistic is that versus like, okay, now it's time to settle down. Like, yeah, I can still dream. I can still do these things, but like, I'm probably not going to be as impulsive. Right. And that's like the word, the most awful part about being an adult. Yeah. And it's like, it is kind of shitty though. Like this is why like people tell you like in college, like live it up, do all the impulsive things. Like you can't get that time back, but it's so fucking true. It's like, Mm -hmm. this goes back to like the things we wish we knew kind of thing. Like I always said, okay, like I'm going to backpack around Europe for like a year. Mm -hmm. And like, I've never backpacked. I've never done any of that shit, but I was always like, okay, I just want to like travel and like not have responsibilities for a year. But like, Am I ever going to be able to do that again? No. (sighs) Realistically, like, how do you do that? Unless I like hit the jackpot. Right. It's like, or it's, you really commit to it and you decide that it's really important. And then you just start making decisions that line up to that and allow you to make that happen. But yeah, it's like, those things aren't easy. And that's what I think is like the most frustrating part is being, I think maybe maybe what it really is and what it really boils down to is that like when you're young you have such a sweet sweet sense of like ignorance. Mm. And like you you know I and I I can't remember if I said this before but I was like or if I I think I've said it to you but maybe not on the podcast but I'm like if covid happened when I was in college you can bet your ass I wouldn't my ass would not have been home. I would have been out. I would have been living my life. I would have been like, you know what? This is like, what's the worst thing that could happen? Like, I don't. And, um, and because, you know, at that time it's like, I never thought that I was falling victim to like, um, you know, they always say like kids always think that they're invincible and like they just do stupid shit because they think nothing's ever going to hurt them. And I, and Mm -hmm. I never thought I was that person because I was always like, you know, kind of, careful and whatever but like I totally was and you just go through life like well well I don't know what's happening but it'll all work out like it'll all like untangle itself eventually and now I think like part of being that I think the part about being an adult and like this this level of an adult like being married and in like having a stable life which sounds fantastic but then it also I'm just like (laughs) but so many things can go wrong. And I know that now, like as an adult, I know things can and will go wrong. And that just like dr- makes me a crazy person. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like a never ending. I don't know. I don't know. I miss, I just miss like being carefree and like having fun. And that was all I had to worry about. It's like funny because like, I didn't necessarily like ever Not that I didn't feel that, but, like, I didn't – I don't think that I experienced that to, like, the fullest. No, I do, But I do (laughs) think that that, for that reason, it made this big decision later on in life. I mean, I'm still, like, in my 20s for, like, six more months. But, um, you know, like, it made that big move, like, easier. Like, okay, I deserve this because I haven't done things like this before. I haven't done impulsive things. Oh, yeah. And I mean, even if you had, you still deserve it. Well, yeah, but it made it easier for me to t- tell myself Jessica. I deserve it. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. But now we're just people <laughs> – earlier I was, I was laughing 
I was just like, yeah, I used to like, you know, when I was, when I would go to the gym, like you were saying on our last episode, like I would just guzzle like pre-workout and probably gave me like stomach ulcers (laughs) because it's just gasoline. And now I'm like, yeah, I want to like, um, explore different teas. Like I want to be a tea person now. Like this is who I am. And it's like, and I don't know what's more depressing is like, I actually like a lot of those things. Like I kind of like being lame, but then I'm like, oh, this, yeah. But how do we fix it? Do we fix it? How do you get out of a quarter life crisis? Yeah. Do we just do blow you, through it? Do you, I don't know. What do men, men buy the cars? They date younger women. What do, what do we I mean, do? I bought a car. <laughs> <laughs> and you tortured a man to get it. So that was your I own <laughs> version of fun. <laughs> and I still get a little horny thinking about it. No, I'm just if, you guys, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, well, that's not for you. But you should go back and listen to, was it episode six? Yeah, I think it's my favorite episode still. Yeah, that was a really good one. So uh, <laughs> do yourself a favor, guys, and go to that episode. Mariah will teach you how to negotiate. <laughs> um she bought a car for like a penny so (laughs) except like not really but I did get a good deal um (laughs) love a good haggle um that's by the way not part of my quarter life crisis I think that that's just ingrained in me and I will be doing that when I'm 120 years old so oh yeah that was just a that was a a reasonable purchase (laughs) I'll be like negotiating at the nursing home for like extra (laughs) jello You're, you're like, give me another one of those good pills. <laughs> <laughs> Make me forget. Have you watched uh, The Queen's Gambit? No. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Um, have you? Okay. There's like, she ends up in like a child's home, like an orphanage, I think it is. And uh-huh. like an all girls one, I think. I'm not sure. Anyway, she ends up in like this orphanage thing, um, but they give everyone pills every day and like some of them are vitamins and but some of them are like heavy duty um like happy pills or something I'm not entirely <laughs> sure what they are but she like ends up getting addicted to them and she'll like she like takes a bunch of them and then she can see she starts seeing like a chessboard on the ceiling and that's like how she practices chess <laughs> it's like in <laughs> her mind yeah perfect I just think that part of it is and I mean, not to um, just sound like a broken record. Part of it is I think we lean into therapy. I was like being very – I don't remember. I was feeling grumpy about something the other day, and Rob was like, you should schedule an appointment with your therapist. And I was like, I just don't want to. And he's like, why? I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't know why. Um, And so I think that's something that even though I do believe in – I believe in therapy and I believe that uh, I wish it was available, like more readily, readily available to more people. Um, But that's something I think that I will probably lean into, um, especially as I'm starting to discover more gray hairs and (laughs) I just panic every single time. Um, So (laughs) <laughs> That's probably my solution. So maybe I'll have some kind of breakthrough and I can sh- I can share it. Perfect. Yeah, I do. Eventually, Erica and I are going to do like a mental health episode and like uh, our views on therapy and stuff too. So we'll probably save the details of that for that. But um, yeah, I mean, I feel like 
this is probably something that you guys could talk about in therapy, but like not everything has to have an answer, but it's just like comforting to like say these things out loud so that we're like knowing that you're not alone, that like you're not the only one feeling like, oh my God, is my biological clock ticking? Like mm-hmm. are all these things just happening to me and am I a psychopath or like am is this normal? But like I think that this is very normal. I totally It is. just doesn't make it suck any less, but yeah. it's normal. I just want to feel because that's the other the other thing is that then I'll okay so I'll like watch I'm just trying to think of an example because now all of a sudden I'm blanking but like <laughs> I'll see um uh maybe like an influencer that I know is you know like a 50 something or you I'll watch um I love the movie. It's complicated. It has like Meryl Streep and, you know, um, what's his face? Uh, Baldwin, Alec Baldwin in it. And, and you know, and I watch movies like that that have like older casts. And I'm like, see, like they're so cool. And like they still like have a life. And it's like the world isn't over just because you're fucking 30 years old. And so that's the the what I'm trying to figure out is like what is the disconnect? Like I can see other I see other people who are like in their 30s and I'm like, man, you would never know. Like I would never know that that person's like 37 years old or like however however old they are. Like they're still so fun and like live the same life that I have been living for the last like few years. Like it's I don't like why do I feel like just because it's it's happening to me that it's like the end of the world. <laughs> So I do think that this is relating to, like, the way that the world is right now. Like, I don't think that this would necessarily be hitting us as hard if it wasn't, like, if we weren't, like, cooped up for our 30th birthdays and, like, you know. Yeah, like, missing a whole year of our lives. Like, yeah, literally. I kind of do feel like a year was taken away, like, all the year to, like – get those things out that you want to get out before kids like you and Rob taking a really cool vacation like now that you're married and like taking one last adult vacation together like do you wait around to do that or do you just start popping out kids and then like hope a grandparent watches them so you can do that later on down the road gosh yeah you know know, that's so hard even with dogs every time we're like like what do we like what because our damn she because boarding Man, boarding is so expensive. Well, and, and then, like I have anxiety about that. Like, cause they're yeah. your babies. So you don't want to be like, oh my God, like I'm I'm out having fun and like it's so selfish of me while they're like having anxiety in a crate somewhere. Yeah. And like Rowan in particular isn't always like a nice dog. Mm-hmm. Like he's nice. He's never ever like bitten or attacked anyone, but he doesn't he's play un- well with others yeah he's just uninterested yeah that's so khalifa like, uh-huh and so then you're like oh well what if because the boarding place we take them like they have playtime like they all have their own like rooms but then like during the day they basically are at daycare and they like go in these open areas and play and i'm just like man like what if you know some dog is just not leaving rowan alone and then he snaps at him and then you know we're like in mexico and i can't even be there and like anyway um, and then, you know, my, my mom and the Shibas are such a pain in the ass also that I can't just like ask anyone to watch them because that makes me really nervous. Mm-hmm. And then, and then my mom refuses to watch them <laughs> because they're such a pain <laughs> in the ass. And so anyway, so just imagine 
like that times a hundred, like with kids. And so everything in life just becomes all the, all the, all the people listening that have kids are like, (laughs) yeah, you just wait. But (laughs) (laughs) no, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. And it's hard. Like we're always like, oh, don't compare yourselves to others. Right. Like don't like be your own person. Like that's a huge part of who like our podcast or like what our podcast stands for is like not comparing yourself, like embrace your quirks, whatever. Mm -hmm. But it is hard to like be like an unmarried woman now when I'm watching all of my friends like get Mm. married and have children and I'm like, oh, right Mm. or I'm like like one of my best friends has she's like a year older than me but she has a 10 year old so she had him like really young but now it's cool Mm -hmm. wait he's 11 holy shit he's 11 um but now it's cool because like you know she's 30 and he's like grown like they get to do things together and like I'm like will you please she has like another son too and I'm like okay, so, like, you make really cute babies, like, time to try for a girl for me. And she's like, I am literally so done having babies. Like, nope, I am so done. And I'm like, oh, like, I haven't even, (laughs) you know. Yeah. I think, you know, now that we talk about this, I think that it is closer to, like, adolescence than we think. Like, I think that's just a phase and, you know, that's pretty anxious, a pretty anxious time as well. Like, especially socially, um, just because there's so much unknown, like we don't know, like we always feel like we don't know how to act, what's, what's the right thing to say, like, um, what's the right thing to do? Like, what am I supposed to be when I grow up? Like, there's all these huge decisions that I have to make and I don't know, or at least I, maybe I'm projecting. That's how I felt. And I think now now that we're talking about it out loud, I see a lot of parallels with that as well because it's just like – an interesting connection. Yeah, because there's like so – like, oh, this is a huge decision we have to make. But wait, what if this is just our whole life? (laughs) Like what if we're we're just in like phase two and there's like actually five phases and we're like, oh, yeah, like it just sucks forever. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I can't. like there's these really great parts but like there's always going to be that lingering anxiety and uncertainty so insert nervous laughter <laughs> embrace it <laughs> fuck this is why we cool. do it cool oh yep that's my body is starting to feel a little weird also fyi yeah i i imagine like I wasn't kidding. I'm just picturing drinking champagne and then drinking caffeine and then coffee, then champagne, then coffee. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a, it was like a champagne sandwich, but I should probably drink some water. (laughs) Like your body's like fit. I said water there. Do you remember days though? Like when we were young that like we literally wouldn't have a sip of water all day. Oh my God. Yeah. I was like the most dehydrated human. And then I'm like, why do I have headaches? I know. (laughs) But like, you know, like we were in good shape and like, we didn't have to drink water to flush our systems. Like we didn't have to make that a priority. It's like, oh, did I already talk about, did I already talk about on this podcast? Like one day I was talking to Kendall when I was doing um, photos for her birthday uh, with her because my sister is Kendall for you guys listening. 
um, for all you eavesdropping on a conversation, uh, my sister turned 16 and uh, we were talking about just like school lunches and stuff. And, but I was like, I started going through what I used to eat in a day or just in a meal, like it's what sick. I was in high school. Oh, oh, disgusting. Listen to this, please. Okay. No, but like so, deliciously disgusting, but go on. Oh, it's like all the best things. Oh, if I could, I would still do this. <laughs> Right, but, but like that's the hard part that's like hard to tell your brain that like you can't anymore. Right, like you have to make responsible choices. Yeah, and it takes yeah. more planning and effort. Yeah. <laughs> and, okay, okay, so when I would uh, – on my way to school or like, yeah, for breakfast, I would eat either a, like a sleeve of Pop-Tarts or I would make ramen noodles and I would put them in a the thermos and I would eat the eat that. Mm. Um, then for, and then I would usually bring like a Nutri-Grain bar or something to eat as a snack. Then I, during lunch, I ate one or two slices of pizza. I got French fries. I usually got either a vanilla Coke or a pink lemonade. And then, um, we had like a little, like we called the C-store is like a, like a little, like store thing that was like separate from the cafeteria that had like snacks and stuff in it and so then I would go there and I would get either ice cream or like they had these little pack like a three pack of cookies and like you put it in the microwave for like six seconds and it was perfect um uh yeah and then I would go home and if it was then I might have like my first glass of water for the day <laughs> and then I would and then, you know, we, my mom would like make dinner, um, which I most like early, especially early in high school. I would I ate home a lot. But later in high school, if I had to like go to work or something or, or I was going to like hang out with friends, I was probably eating Taco Bell or more pizza. Mm -hmm. Or if I was home, my stepdad made pizza like almost every Friday and I would drink like three pepsis <laughs> it's so gross it's like, like goals but just, so gross like if i put that into like a meal tracker the the macros on that would be astronomical yeah they would it would like blow your phone up if i actually <laughs> if i actually ate that same thing like a day in the life and i did that now my body would be hurt hurting i ate some leftover pizza today and my stomach was like bitch pizza two days in a row are you serious <laughs> mine too like <laughs> or you just like wake up in the morning like after eating something like that and you're like stiff and you're like man yeah. like that affected my sleep cycle and now it's gonna affect my poop and now it's gonna affect like all these things and like was it really worth it <laughs> i right and then also here's cody cody God. listening to this episode and he's like girls, I told you to drink your alkaline water. <laughs> uh, you know, Cody, just tap water. Enough tap water at this point is like the, as much responsibility as I can handle. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, also to age us some more, who's who is funding you eating like that? Uh, well, my mom gave me a certain amount of lunch money every month and then when I ran out of that which I usually did pretty quickly I mean I started working when I was 14 so I right. had money 
Right. Okay. But like, here's me being old, right? So like you and I worked, we've both worked since we were like 14 and we've both Mm -hmm. always been like hard workers. But I remember my dad being like, Mariah, you should really save some money. Like all you guys do is go get Taco Bell and like you go to the (laughs) movies and you do all this stuff. I'm like, well, yeah, dad. And I buy beer, but you don't know about that. (laughs) Yeah. But, um, it's fucking true. Like I could have paid off my car at this point with we would have just saved that money or like this is what also makes me hesitant about like kids is like if some 13 year old thinks she's going to be running around being like yo mom I need a hundred dollars this month (laughs) for lunch like I'm gonna be like bitch get yourself a job (laughs) like you better be out there hustling my dad had me like you know trying to mow I remember like my dad I was like 10 and made me um, me and my stepsister at the time, we like signed up to do like odd and end jobs. And we like put, you know, those flyers with like the, um, like your phone number at the bottom that people can rip off. Yeah. Yeah. We put those like all around town and we called it operation desperation. (laughs) Oh my God. I did. I never heard this. Yeah. It didn't last long. We only cleaned, we cleaned like two ladies houses and probably like sucked really bad so we didn't get a lot of calls but um yeah operation desperation was like probably my first that was when I first decided I wanted to be an entrepreneur do you ever like think about because I think about that too like how how like what are you gonna do like when you have kids that are that age like do you make them get it because I think like 14 truthfully is like too early to be to be working um but it's like I think about, okay, when they have their license in a car, okay, like, am I going to make them get a job? Yeah. No, I feel like I am. But I think it depends because, like, Rob never worked in high school, I don't think, but he also was, like, his job was basketball so that he could get a scholarship and go play at college, in college. Mm -hmm. See, I don't know. I have – I think I have very opinionated opinions about this because – because I was basically forced to work like okay so that's also what I was gonna say is like okay so where's I think that's why I think about it because I don't always think that um and for the record I'm not disagreeing with you I'm just this is just on a larger scale I don't always think that parenting the way that you were parented works because it almost comes across as like revenge <laughs> like no well, yeah. I had to do this so you have to you have to suffer too <laughs> that yeah no that is a that's a fine line that I feel like I'm not gonna be the best at negotiating with that um but I do have certain opinions of like some parents are just like too soft on their kids so like Mm-hmm. I'm not saying like Rob in particular, but like let's use him as an example just because you brought it up. But like there were probably some downtimes where he ne- didn't necessarily have to have like an on the book job, but I think like instilling and maybe he did, but like instilling some type of work eth- ethic into your kids. So like, okay, so say I have a son and like he's like this star basketball player like Rob and he's going to try to get a scholarship or something like I would still be like, okay, but you need to like then volunteer, like work with the younger kids basketball 
team Mm -hmm. or like on the weekends, you should probably mow the neighbor's lawn. Like you need to have some kind of like responsibility other than like, hey, you're really good at this thing. So you get a free pass. I, I definitely agree there. There's. Yeah. Like I did. I mean, I danced five nights a week, but I still worked a job too. Yeah, that's true. I just worked it around my dance schedule, you know, like, and that's, I'm, I would say that I have always been like a little bit too, like I've overworked myself, which has gotten me and we've talked about this before. It has gotten me in like some bad positions where like, then I'm just exhausted and I quit. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, so So that's part of it too, is like, uh, and and that's why I think maybe on the, especially on the, like, should they try like make them get a job run or whatever? I think that's where I'm like, I don't know, because my mom never made me. I, I wanted to like Abby and I, and our moms used to go bowl. I, our, my first job was at a bowling alley and, uh, we used to go bowling like every other week with our moms. And we were, we like randomly had the idea that we're like, yeah, let's like, can we, can, do you guys care if we go apply for jobs? And they were like, no. And so we did because we thought it was fun. (laughs) And, but then, but then later on it became a thing. Like, even though I was lucky enough that my stepdad bought me a car, you know, it was still a thing like, okay, well you have to pay for your insurance and you have to pay for your gas and, oh, you want a phone. Okay. Well I'll pay for your phone. But if you want texting, like I'll only pay for, you know, minutes so that you can call me in an emergency. But if you want to text, you got to pay for that too. And so I think that's where the responsibility part came in where I think, I think I agree with that approach. Cause it's like, oh, well, yeah, like these things are, I understand why you want them, but I don't, you don't, deserve to have them just because. (laughs) Right. I think that there's like a fine line between like giving your child like what they need to succeed or what they need to just like have kind of like a stress-free childhood, but also not spoiling them. Mm -hmm. Which Which is is hard. hard. It's really, (laughs) it's really hard. But I, I think I struggle with that in you too, because like we, didn't grow up like we certainly didn't have it hard compared to like what some people do but I think compared to like a lot of our friends and people that we associated with like we had it Mm -hmm. we just had like more strict rules and like more responsibilities so Mm -hmm. as much as I like hated that growing up like now I'm like oh okay this is why I'm able to like buy my own house and I know how to do things around it and I know how to like sustain a life without relying on somebody which Mm -hmm. is like kind of empowering and I don't know that like a lot of my friends growing up who were like maybe more spoiled I mean I wouldn't if I had a house by myself I wouldn't (laughs) but (laughs) but you know what I mean like I don't know I just it's raising a kid dude is like fucking complicated this is we're going off into like a whole different episode that we talked about doing at some point yeah so we will actually (laughs) do a more in-depth episode on this but that's where okay I think maybe I didn't fully articulate my panic earlier but that's where I'm like how am I a mentally 19 year old girl (laughs) supposed to raise a child but it's funny it's funny because like we're kind of mentally 19 but we're also kindly mentally 74 I know. Like, or physically 
<laughs> more physically lately. Holy fuck. <laughs> okay all right so what are our closing thoughts on this my closing thoughts hold on can we talk about physically for a second my closing thoughts um for like anybody who's like who follows uh I like just started a macrame business whatever but like I got this custom order for a chandelier and it has like literally been like the last week has been like consuming me, which is turning out super cool. But like, so, okay, so last night I was sitting there on my knees, like making it, and things were like going good. But I was like, damn, my knees really fucking hurt. Did you order knee pads? No. Oh my god. Like, is this how I'm going to give a blowjob in my future? Like, hold on, baby, let me get my knee pads. Don't worry, um, I'll order you some real quick. <laughs> I'll put it in your box. Yes. Um, (laughs) Another side note, Erica and I just have boxes that we like save up for like two years at a time and then we'll just like Mm -hmm. randomly send them to each other like shit full of stuff that we've been (laughs) buying each other. Like here, happy Thanksgiving, Christmas, birthday (laughs) times four. (laughs) Yeah, this has been our tradition for (laughs) our whole life. Okay, so I was sitting on my knees though, and I was like, damn, my knees are like really uncomfortable. So, like, I had to like get on all fours to stand up. So, there's your first indication that like my body is starting to decline. <laughs> um, but then, so then I was standing up and I like raised it up higher. So, I was like reaching up to do it. And literally, with every knot I pulled for like six knots in a row, my shoulders popped both sides. Like it was like crack, crack, crack. And I was like, damn, I'm going to have to start charging more for these custom orders just because of the arthritis that's coming with it. Like you have to pay for your future medical bills. (laughs) Like I'm a therapist. I should be able to like know these things on my own, but like my finger too, (laughs) this is so stupid. My one, like my nodding finger, I've been unable to like bend it fully for the last like month. (laughs) Like it just gets stuck. Like I have trigger finger, but it is bad. I'm like, I'm not 30 yet. And I literally think I have arthritis. Yeah. You've always popped. Your body is always making weird noises. Oh, it's real bad. It's actually really embarrassing when I'm um, like, if I'm out shooting photos with someone and I'm like, cause you know, you like kneel and <laughs> moving around on the ground a lot. And it's like, and people usually like when you're taking photos of them, they get really quiet because they're like thinking so hard about like what they should be doing. And so you can like hear it hear You can hear my knees like you have to like cough, except not yeah. don't cough this year. But like every time you stand up, you have to like cough. Like, <laughs> it's not this year. Yeah, I've always I mean, I was in elementary school when I went to the doctor for the first time and I was like, hey, like my knees grind together. Erica, <laughs> Erica texts me and she's like, you're a therapist. So like <laughs> automatically I'm supposed to know like every ache that her body has without no, like, without touching her or seeing her in person. I'm like, you took gross anatomy. What's this thing? <laughs> What's this? And she'll send me like a like a picture of flesh and I'm like okay I think I like I think that's your leg but like help me out like orient me a little bit okay yep that's your leg (laughs) and then she like circles the spot and she's like right here hurts what do I do (laughs) I don't know Erica like why is it hurting like we go through a list of questions and I'm like um that's not really consistent with like any injury or like anything that I'm familiar with so you're just fucked (laughs) 
<laughs> Which, by the way, that's basically how all of my doctor's appointments go into. <laughs> Great. I'm a professional. Yeah. That's, <laughs> it's like all of my ailments my entire life have been mysteries. They're, they're just like – you know, like my knees don't apparently don't have any cartilage. I wasn't born with knee cartilage, which is not fact. I'm just making assumptions. But, you know, I like go to the doctor and I'm like 10 years old and my knees grind together. And he's like, I don't know. That's weird. That's weird. And I'm like, I get canker sores. Like my mouth breaks out in canker sores whenever I get my period. And I like have asked like three different doctors about it. And they're all like, I don't know. That's weird. <laughs> oh, if we have any doctors listening. <laughs> Hook us up. No shit. Anywho. But yeah, I mean, my final thoughts. Oh, I have one more question for you. And then we can wrap it up. Um, how are, are you going to embrace your gray hairs? Or what's what's up with that? <sighs> As we age. I feel like I'm I have like a really unfair advantage to you because I like literally pay money for my hair to be like frosty gray. And I don't know if I have gray hair or not because it, I feel like it would just blend in. Yeah. So I had to text Sophie, my friend Sophia the other day about this because she's – I was like, who am I close enough to that I, that I can ask this question and tell them why I'm asking this question and not feel weird but also uh, has dark hair because blonde people don't understand. Um, so here's the, here's the, the issue, people. Um, obviously gray hairs mean you're old, but my mom started going gray, like really, really young. Like I think before she was 20, if I remember correctly, sorry, mom for outing you. Um, but so I, Damn, Brenda, that's early. <laughs> yeah. Like real early. Out her. So, so she, I mean, obviously, you know, when you start getting gray hairs that young, like you start dying it. And so her whole life, she's been dying her hair dark. And so now she's, I mean, for the last couple of years, she's kind of at this point where she's like, I don't know what to do because um, for one, gray hairs don't hold hair dye as well. So like she's having to dye her roots like almost every week or every other week because it just kind of like fades away really fast. And so then like she has these blocks of gray roots super cute um Mm -hmm. she also has like a patch in the back of her hair that will not like even fresh dye like no matter what doesn't take hair dye so it just like always is great so that's also an issue Mm -hmm. so then so she's like well you know i you know at this point i'm just like fuck it like i just i'll rock natural gray hair like i don't care but the the issue is the process of getting there she's so super fucked because she's been dyeing her hair dark for decades so she can't bleach it um you know and she has like you know her hair is like a little bit longer than her shoulders so it's like either she cuts it like off and just kind of like starts from scratch and lets it grow out and like wears hats for a long time. Or she, you know, she can try to bleach it and it'll just be really, really damaged. And then again, she just for years is just going to have to ride it out while it grows out. Mm-hmm. Um, or you just let it grow out and, you know, you just don't do anything and you just keep getting your hair trimmed. Um, so none of those options are appealing to her. And so now that I'm like, I'm starting 
to get gray hairs, but mine are all like kind of tucked under. They're not like right at my part. So I'm, I have time. So at this point, I think I'm just going to like let them grow out and I'm going to see how they come in. And if it's like looking more like highlights and then like over time, if it just gets more gray, I don't know. I, I think ultimately, cause I'm like, I think about when I had blonde hair and like how badly I wanted it to be that really, um, like cool toned, almost white mm-hmm. hair, like blonde. Um, which I think looked, I think it looked good on me. I think mm-hmm. I could pull it off. And, um, so I'm like, yeah, like maybe that's something that I could, I could pull off. Um, and Rob's mom did a thing where like her, her, so Rob's sister's friend is, uh, she does hair. And so she did Rob's mom's hair when she's like starting to get more grays. And Rob's mom is so lucky though. Cause she has like the really pretty, um, like color. Mm-hmm. It's like more like silver like salt and pepper. Uh-huh. And she, cause she has really dark hair naturally like I do. Um, but hers came in like more like highlights and then her daughter's friend just kind of like, went in and added more so like her hair like kind of transitioned more like highlights and so it's it and that's kind of like where it is now it looks really good and that's kind of what I'm like hoping that I may be able to pull off eventually yeah but right now it's not you know it's not that bad that you know I don't think anyone would really notice unless I just happen to have like my hair up and you see you see one um but anyway that's my plan right now is just I'm waiting. I actually I'm procrastinating. Procrastinating is my plan until fair. I have to make a choice. That's fair. It just sucks. Uh, yeah, I was like I I feel like like just mentally like are you you're okay with that then? Like you sound better about it than you have when we've talked about in the past. I am. I think I'm in a place where I just have to be. <laughs> yeah. Cuz you know, like what am I going to do about it? Um and then every time I think about it, like I mentally go round and round in these circles that I just said out loud. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, what am I going to do? Do I just dye it? Do I just, do I get ahead of it? And I just start highlighting my hair now. But like, I purposely haven't dyed my hair since, um, since I was blonde mm-hmm. to try it. Cause I was like, well, eventually I'm going to start getting gray hairs and I'm going to have to start dyeing it. So I haven't been coloring it just to kind of like keep it as healthy as possible. But then I'm like, uh, you know, whatever on and on and on round and round and round I go. And so, yeah, maybe I sound like I'm okay with it, but on the inside I am swirling. (laughs) That's fair. Yeah. (laughs) It's fair. Maybe maybe the story of my life. (laughs) This is just phase two. This is just the beginning of phase two. (laughs) I think, I think mine started when I was, 25 and I went on a yoga retreat (laughs) yeah yeah I think it's just I don't know do the thing do the thing guys I think maybe just do what you want to do just fuck it with good judgment fuck it just fuck it (laughs) (laughs) it him her whatever make good choices (laughs) use good judgment (laughs) All right, that seems like a good final advice. Yeah. Our advice always use good judgment, make good choices, have fun. But fuck it also. <laughs> on that note, um while you're on this like, yeah, let's fuck it. Um say fuck it and go follow us on Instagram. 
<laughs> that kind of aged you. I know. Okay, it's fine though. We're I, was, roll with I, it. was, I was trying so hard to find a smooth transition into like how can I plug this and We'll just leave it. Like, we're not cool. It's fine. Follow us on Instagram. Our Instagram looks like we're cool. So just do it. (laughs) You know what else you should do? You should absolutely tell us. No, you should tell a friend about us. Don't tell us about your friend. We don't care. Tell your friend about us. (laughs) But, like, tell us something because we like talking to you guys. Okay. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Bye.